Okay, we're all good. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast. You're listening to the B2C Lead Gen Podcast. My name is Daniel Hopewell here with Simon Delaney and this is episode 70. The first question you need to ask yourself, self-serviced or managed? Um, Simon, let's kind of set the scene to kick this off. Um, when does someone need to ask that question and what exactly do we mean when we say self-service or managed, just in case it's not, you know, that advert? So self-service or managed is a, um, a couple of terms used for SaaS, basically. So when you're um, uh, using the software, is it something you're going to do internally as a company or as a person or as a team? Um, or do you need to outsource it? That could be to an agency or to the, uh, the company that runs or owns the software. Um, so this is literally about getting stuff done. So, you know, do you have marketing operations expertise or front-end development internally to run this software or is some, someone else going to have to do yeah. it? In terms of um, who it's for, um, so self-service uh, is, yeah, if you would, like have the technical ability um, to corral the software and wrangle it into a situation right. that's going to make it the most efficient and, you know, make you hit sort of targets and growth and everything else that you want. Um, and managed is just doing the same thing, but you just don't have that capability internally. Yeah. I was going to sort of lead on, but I feel like at this point we need to kind of sort of clarify that this kind of came about because we were talking about this internally in the office. Um, you know, we don't, we try and avoid talking about data bowl on the show as much as possible. Um, but we were, we were literally talking about in relation to like people, whether they choose self-service or manage when they're signing up for data bowl. So it kind of came about because of that, I feel it'd be a miss to not mention that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll sort of make the, the kind of the promise to try and not sell it as we do it, but purely to illustrate, like, you know, we're talking about the various users you get and how some people pick the wrong choice sometimes, you know, it's okay to say that they pick self-service when actually they should be on a managed and I guess, I guess it works the other way, maybe not as much, um, but just to illustrate it, like using data as an example, like who is self-service for and who would manage conversely before. So this is one of the biggest problems that I think SaaS companies see, right? I, well, I know we do, and I'm pretty sure other people experience the same thing. It's the number one problem. And the, the funny thing is, it's the number one problem for the people that are using the software, which is why we're quite qualified to speak about this, right? So what I think the typical scenario is someone comes on, let's say you land on the Dayable website, and um, you go to pricing and you can see we don't actually have the managed pricing on there. It's like contact us because we never know what it's going to involve. But let's imagine it did have managed pricing on there. And they said, I know, $1,000 a month for managed, $500 a month for self-service. To a man or a woman or anyone else, um, I can virtually guarantee that everyone just gets drawn to the lower uh, cost. Um, and what they'll think is, you know, you, you already know your requirements. So, you know, you obviously have some like complex movement of data or you're collecting data and you want to carry out a, a bunch of exercises and, you know, deduping it, verifying it, suppressing it, delivering it via API, receiving it, tracking it all at a micro level. 
and so because you're in your brain you can sort of you know you know what you need to do you just think well if i take this software i sort of know what i need to do so i'll muddle through it and figure it out now if you're not like a marketing operations person you're not a front-end developer or anything like that what this means is when you have software like this rather than just like knowing what it is you want you've now got to execute what you want and then it becomes like an entirely different story this is where the struggle starts because you'll suddenly encounter difficult things like i don't know i want to set up a ping tree that has a condition set with this dg upon it and a cap here i don't want it to be round robin i want it to be an ordered weighted scenario there can be all these different like complex routings and things and there's nothing wrong with not being able to understand this and not be able to do it right but you need to be realistic about the fact that you can understand and you can like tell someone what needs to be done but that doesn't mean you can do it yourself this is why a marketing operations person is so important and now that's either going to be like in your team in your company or you're gonna to have to outsource it which is why agencies exist for like salesforce and hubspot all over the world there's thousands of people that make money from executing the marketing operations that people that license technology want to happen. Um, and in lead generation or companies that generate leads and buy leads to some degree, I think this, there can be a like, massive desperation to cut costs, grow really quickly, get revenue in, everything else. That this thought of whether we're going to do it like as a self-servicing or manage it becomes irrelevant it just becomes let's get the cheap, cheapest option possible we'll just apply these bunch of rules and you know get the leads running in straight away um and it's literally i see this so many times people fall apart and in terms of like a software company then dealing with that what it actually becomes is like an, you're trying to educate someone in marketing operations you're not really teaching them about the system anymore you know you're showing them how to do things but that isn't actually really what's needed they sort of need to understand the movement of data and how this is like orchestrated through a system how condition sets work how certain front-end development things can work how api responses affect the status of leads um you know there's all these like cron tab schedules it's you know once you dig into it you just like this person never expected that not only were they going to have to learn the system, just like any other system, mm. but they're actually having to learn some fundamentals about marketing operations. And so this is where it becomes, you need to ask yourself and you've got to be really realistic. Can I actually do this? And am I going to invest the time knowing this is going to massively slow me down and potentially be frustrating because I have no idea how to execute what I've got in my mind, or am I just going to pay someone else to do it? Because there's a cost both ways, right? That's what you need to decide. I think you're talking that, I think the, the thing that becomes obvious to me, or at least interesting, is that I wonder if this kind of comes in part down to sort of underappreciating the role that marketing ops plays. Um, Especially, like, you know, we're sort of saying how in America it's probably a bigger thing. Like we talked to Daryl uh, Alfonso before. Um, maybe they're a little bit ahead in that sense. Maybe it's a, is it a UK thing where maybe they think, I know there's this attitude. I've done before myself. Like, I, I'll look at software maybe and just think, oh, I can wing that. But then there is a cost. It's it's an opportunity cost, though. It's the cost of the time, the hours you spend learning it, I guess. 
Um, I wonder if it just comes down to the fact that maybe people don't appreciate just how vital that marketing ops role actually is. Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. So I think that a lot of lead generators that are a bit sort of fly by night and just, you know, want to get up and running and set a landing page up really quickly, get leads coming because they've got an order like to fulfill immediately. And so there's like, there's no appreciation behind the like, you know, this stuff is like, I mean, it's simple as, and if you know what you're doing, you can go ahead and do it. But if you don't, you're just having your mind, you know, you're going to, I just see this stuff all the time. So I think the first point is that um, some lead generators, like in their haste to just get things moving really quickly. And actually what it does is typically they can kick problems just further down the road. And what they'll do is either like a really inefficient setup um, and then it just starts causing problems as they're trying to scale or they just hit this like complete roadblock and they have no idea what they're doing. So, you know, I, I've seen scenarios where people have like, you know, on a Friday at 6 p.m., suddenly decided to like get something launched for the Monday. They have no idea what they're doing um, because they don't have set an API up. You know, they don't know how to set condition sets up. They don't know like fully how a ping tree works or whatever it is. Um, and so, you know, they want to be up and running by Monday at 9 a.m. And they've just gone bosh and they can't move from it. And what can happen is, and this is, I'm not trying to defend Dayball here. This happens with every software. They, st they can blame the software, but actually it's their fundamental lack of knowledge of like an appreciation potentially, like you said, of uh, marketing operations. Now this can happen for the companies that buy leads as well. But typically theirs is a much more considered approach because they've got like a lot, you know, there's a much bigger engine behind all of this. You know, they know it needs mm. to connect to like a dialer, to a CRM, to a database. They know that they need to like track all these things. The haste isn't necessarily there to like set everything up immediately, but you can still encounter the same problem, but that's more of like a cost thing. So they'll just be like, okay, yeah, you know, I, I want to pay a self-service price um, and I'll try and muddle through myself to figure this up. But you still have the same opportunity loss because what can happen is, you know, it might take you three days to figure something out. You've had to read all this documentation, go through all these things. But actually, if you have a marketing operations person that could do it in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. Setting up an API, you know, I've seen people going to Zapier, which is like the easiest thing, if you know what you're doing on the earth to use and they'll spend four hours setting up an API on it. You stick me in front of, or you, or like most people at Databall in front of Zappi, it was set up in like, what, two minutes? Like an API, you know? And it's just because that's what we're like used to and experienced in, and you know? Yeah, I, I think, I can't remember who said this on this call or whether it was before we actually started, you know, the caucus. I think uh, you pointed out like it's, it's the false economy aspect is, I think, the, the biggest sort of issue. People think, okay, it's cheaper if I do it myself, but that is just entirely a false economy because in the long run, there'll be more pain. And not even just in terms of like the hours you spend doing it, the extra cost, the, whatever it is. In terms of the money you don't make because things aren't optimized well enough, I guess it's two ways of looking at it. Yeah. Um, I think it is, you know, it is a problem. And I, I speak to a lot of, other SaaS owners and they, you know, I know they have the same issue. So I, you know, I speak to some tracking software as well. And they'll say like our number one problem is users that 
like don't really know what they're doing at all because what happens internally is and i mentioned this at the top is you're not really educating them about the software you know the onboarding isn't about software you're trying to educate them about like how data moves you know mm. and how like it's like trying to imagine someone turning up and going like oh um i want to make a bridge and you go well you know i don't know have you done engineering before and they go like no you're like okay well i sort of need to teach you about engineering before you can go and make a bridge <laughs> um it's kind of the same because you you know you're not you're not really learning the system as part of an onboarding you're not really getting into what the system does you're just trying to get the fundamentals of like data orchestration and you know all the rules and sort of i call it the physics around data that apply that's that's really it's 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 something that should almost come before it should be like a course and then you come in and learn SAS systems and because you understand like ah okay yeah i can do this this and this with it is it something that you would say it's more, I guess, smaller companies and startups that kind of make the mistake of picking the self-service when they should be picking the managed because it's purely like a financial thing? Or yeah. do you see this from like bigger companies who maybe, I mean, you know. No, just... you, you, you tend not to see it from bigger companies because their budget constraints just aren't the same because they'll either have a team internally, right, that like they'll have front-end developers or whoever or you know, marketing operations person, and they can just go in and get it immediately. And you've got to remember, you know, when you're a small company, I don't know, if you're dealing with a company with 2,000 employees, the person that you're dealing with is, you know, this sort of thing. It's not probably not their money. Well, 100% it won't be their money unless it's the CEO or shareholder or something, or any of the C-suite or, you know, director level. Um, when you're dealing with a company of like five people this literally is their money mm. so when they look at like the pricing of things that you know it's a bit like you going into a shop you're, you're looking for deals you know you're wanting to like save money wherever you can and so the first thing you think is well, why on earth would i pick that option but it can you know i'm 100 percent sure not in every case but in a lot of cases it works out more expensive because they lose time they um, spend like the amount of time people can spend trying to like figure this stuff out or learn it, you know, and the opportunity loss, like you mentioned, can be massive. Like I see this constantly. This isn't, you know, um, yeah. it, it's something I see virtually all day, every day. I mean, we literally talked about it because we had, was having this conversation in relate, you know, relationship. We thought actually, I mean, I don't know if it is, hopefully this is a good, Part of the subject, we weren't in, into your minds about it, but we kind of thought a lot of people are making this mistake, or yeah, maybe aren't discussing this or thinking about this in the right way. So I think it's worth bringing it into focus. But I guess what I'm trying to ask is if someone listens to this, maybe on the edge about which side they go, what how do you make that correct choice? Well, this is the difficult one, but I think the key thing is you have to be realistic about what your strengths are. So um if your primary strength is getting deals for clients to sell them leads, but not around marketing operations or technical setups or anything else, this, you know, just look at the cost of this. So you got one, you're gonna have to learn a system. You're gonna have to learn marketing operations and some sort of technical stuff 
it's going to take time. That takes time away from you getting deals. You're then going to have to learn the system it takes time away from you getting deals. You're then going to have to do like all the implementation, everything around this takes away from you getting deals. Um, you know, and then all that while you've had the cost of the system, the cost of not getting the deals and the cost of nothing actually happening in it this whole time. So if you're in that scenario, you know, you just have to be realistic about it and go, you know, what am I losing by doing this? Um, you know, what is that total cost? If it's going to take me four days to get X, Y, and Z done, and I might never be able to do it anyway, um, or mm. I could just get someone else to do it for me for, you know, four hours work. Um, also, to clarify, it's, we don't necessarily mean hiring someone internally to do that. Like, you know, the manager could, like, you know, say, we, we can do it for people. Like, I think that's worth points now. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's entirely different if you have to hire someone to do it, obviously, because yeah. then, you know, it's a huge over, ongoing overhead. But yeah, you could either, like, I don't know, get a freelancer, you know, if you, like you mentioned, I don't want to push table, but, like, you know, we offer a managed solution. I'm sure there's other systems out there, you know, even if you're using something like Salesforce, there's all these agencies and everything everywhere. Um, so you just have to be realistic about it. I think that's it. You've just got to identify your strengths and work to your strengths constantly. You know, like, I don't know. I've got a gardener, not because um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind doing gardening. I just don't know anything about it. I don't want to mess my garden up. So I get a gardener. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I can just like yeah. get it done. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully a bit of a different podcast. Hopefully it was... Um, interesting different angle we'll see we'll see how it does the numbers don't lie we'll check out check, check the listens um that was episode 70 the first question you need to ask yourself self-service or managed thanks for listening to the b2c lead generation podcast be sure to hit subscribe to hear more from those at the very cutting edge of the lead gen world